This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to Thursday edition of AOM Radio, where every single day... Well, first of all, this show is brought to you by what, Mel? The Anatomy of Marriage Couples Counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. It is the couples counseling app that you wish you had forever. Um, go check it out at anatomyofmarriage.com and get it today. It's amazing. Uh, uh, Michelle Bailey, when I first saw you pop up on the feed, I about just fell out because for two seconds I thought Michelle Obama and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wish Michelle Obama was so, in our feed. That's pretty funny. What's up, Rochelle? Rochelle and Michelle. Hello. Good morning, ladies. So every single day we do, well, every single weekday, we do pigs, right? Which mm-hmm. is a prayer, intention, gratitude, and then we talk about our conversation starter right, of the conversation, day. Conversation starters. <laughs> That's right. So would you like to pray this morning? Yes. All right. Um, dear God, thank you so much for all of our blessings. Thank you for the way that you have made our lives and the way that you have made struggles turn into something that we can learn and grow from. Thank you for our children, our home, our families. God, just thank you for all of it. We pray that we can live a life that honors you and honors this world and all of that jazz. Thank you so much. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Look at this, okay. you guys. This dog. If you're is, on, if you're on the the, the tubes, uh, look, this dog driving us crazy. He's just oh, now he. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's his thing. You yeah, go to talk great. about him, then he immediately when, does what you. When we're praying, you you play at our feet and Douglas. get all annoyed. Anyhow. Right? Okay, whatever. So, uh, yes, intentions. What pray, are your intentions? Pray together today? with your partner. We encourage you to do that. It's really good for your marriage. Uh, my intentions today and intentions intentions are basically the behavior I want to exhibit today is to be present with you mm. and um, a try to help keep you in spirit mm. um, and try to help keep you in that state of not having ego mm-hmm. and being happy. So I think that you did that yesterday. Uh, I bet you could get a TV show <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if, it if I was Michelle. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> What's up, Joe? Good to see you, man. Uh, so yesterday, uh, so I want to be very clear. Although that is your intention, it is not your responsibility whatsoever, right? right? right. You're not responsible for my 
thoughts, feelings, emotions, right? No. And a lot of people sometimes think, oh, well, if she would just do this or he'd mm-hmm. just do that. And that is absolutely not what she's saying. And in no. fact, yesterday I was talking to you about some spiritual stuff and you said you said something and they just really was like, oh, yeah, you're right, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, I remember it as we were sitting up on the hill right. at the church and you said... You no, you said you were don't, looking don't for mm-hmm. you said you were looking for like a sign almost like if I see this thing then I'll know whatever and I'm like mm-hmm. bro you got to stop looking when yeah. you're looking for something right. certain you don't see mm-hmm. everything else that is sometimes there sometimes we seek what we find and sometimes if we're looking too hard for something it's like attracting a a partner or a good boyfriend or girlfriend or something uh-huh. if you're just trying so hard trying so hard it's like oh geez like I know some high school buddies that you still i mean they're literally my age i'm like mm-hmm. dude what are you doing they're right. still so single and i just feel well it's like it's like where's waldo like a where's waldo book mm-hmm. our, our cousin our nephew got one of those for his birthday and it's like all you're looking for is waldo you mm-hmm. know what you miss when right. you only look for waldo? waldo you miss the egyptian mm-hmm. king you miss the like dog doing a, a roller coaster ride you right. miss the cat wearing a farmer's hat mm-hmm. if you only look for waldo you miss everything else yeah that's true and so that's that's what mm-hmm. I, I that, so that is my intention is to like yeah assist and help and just be oh sorry mm-hmm. be present and be aware myself mm-hmm. to that my energy can help keep Seth balanced. That's right. Yeah, and it can. So that is my, so my intention is also to pay attention. What's up, Adina? What's up, uh, Duniqua? My intention is to literally be. I was thinking of it this morning. Be present with you and. Think about what you're feeling and what you're thinking. That would be awesome. Right? Yeah. Look at the dog. Oh, my gosh. He's so cute. Okay. This isn't oh, a dog podcast, but so it's, it's turning into that. Oh, so that, that is one of my intentions. And one yeah. of my gratitude is to thank you for that. Right? Thank you for that kind of not stabilizing piece because I'm not just a bonkers crazy mm-hmm. guy. But it does add to my overall centeredness right well let me tell you right now i'm reading a book called the power of showing up by dr dan siegel you guys it is such a good book yeah yeah yeah, it's your boyfriend it's your man crush blah 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 man crush uh i'm listening to it on audible so if you don't have an audible subscription yet you can get this book for free go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and you can get the power of showing up by dr dan siegel and it's really amazing because it's Mm -hmm. talking about attachment which Mm -hmm. we've talked about on the show before but we definitely should do like a whole series about it because um, I think you have either avoidant attachment or disorganized attachment. We've already talked about that. Stop. I'm not done. Uh, and one of the things about that attachment style is that it's like in Seth's childhood, it was a good childhood. He did not have bad parents. I'm not saying anything negative about his parents. Mm-hmm. But the attachment style that he learned makes him feel like nobody's listening. No one cares. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to my own stuff. I'm mm-hmm. going hunting. Bye. Right. So, hold on. I don't like you speaking for me. I don't like this. But what I can do Mm -hmm. is know that that is a thing. Right. And be secure and centered Mm -hmm. for you. Right. Because I love you, not because I think you're a ding dong. And I'm so glad that my kind (laughs) sentence is now making you mad. No, no, no. I'm not saying it like that. I, I, um, we talked about attachment and I I did did this whole like solo podcast. I think it was last year, the year before. <laughs> yes. We, uh, we about don't need attachment, to talk to right? About okay, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that is a really, really interesting thing. And it's called attachment theory, attachment styles, all kinds of stuff. So let's jump into the question, y'all. 
It was it's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't t- say my gratitude oh, though. What what um, is, what does this guy do? That's you know gratitudinous to you. Yeah, uh, I loved that yesterday we re- we went to we met the kids and I surprised you mm-hmm. and we walked at the church with you while you were doing your exercise mm-hmm. and I just love that you are present like right. you just met us it was like there was no I'm working out you're interrupting mm-hmm. me it's this it's that which in the past it had sort mm. of had that vibe mm-hmm. sometimes and you just sort of like it's like you embraced us in a hug almost mm. right like a metaphoric right. hug we walked down the driveway we interrupted your workout and you're like yeah let's go and you mm-hmm. turned and we walked and I'm right. just really thankful for that the the assurity the the sense of I'm like he loves us mm. he's here that's good we can change his schedule and he's not gonna get mad that's mm-hmm. really great so thank you for that you're welcome I love you I love you too it would be silly of a man or a woman to not take that opportunity you know what I'm saying right loads. oh my entire family just came here well, I've got to do stuff. <laughs> That's that. That's that. Stuff. That would be that would be uh, right. too rigid. And oh my goodness, I about said that would not be a growth mindset. And look at the very bottom who just joined. Growth, growth mindset. mindset. <laughs> that is, okay, that's bonkers. It says I have to remember to have pen and paper ready because y'all always give so many good book suggestions. Ah, yes, mm-hmm. and I'll try. I try to post the book suggestions, and it's, it's hard. If we say a book suggestion, you can pop it into the comments, and that way we'll remember it. Okay, so I have not but told. It's a great book. I've not told you this, but I've been thinking about it. It was an idea that came to me, and. I want, and this is for like Instagram quotes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I want someone. Listeners. Uh, listeners. Either we can pay you a little bit of money or I can uh, give some codes for some free merch. But I would love, oh, do you guys want to get paid or, and or get free merch to listen to the show? <laughs> oh, answer yes. Okay, great. Then I want little one-liners of like, you know, something that sets uh, blah, blah, blah. Seth Studley, right? Like quotes. Or you want quotes, someone to right? find quotes or, that we say throughout the show that are helpful, mm-hmm. and that, then that help, helpful. and then send them to us mm-hmm. because ugh, it's a lot. It's yeah, like a full time. It's then like we four full time jobs. So then we can post them. So if I, I'm bringing a challenge, if you're listening and you oh, want to, you, you want to have growth mindset yourself. Yeah. Uh, th- listen, throw out some quotes or write some quotes down. Mm-hmm. Email them to us, and I will literally give you whatever you want say let's that, say he won't give you whatever you want well, okay anyway sorry. so okay. i love it so if you can do quotes on for it us, i'm awesome. a graphic designer oh my goodness we are looking for a graphic designer we are. ro mckenzie Dang. okay please, anyway please email. Uh, so air five for graphic designers air yes. five for joe being new and hanging out we, up, you sir? are amazing joe we got to read our question you okay guys. here we go so here we go it says i need help i've always struggled being sexually attracted to my husband i love him we work well together and he's a great husband and father but I am just not sexually attracted to him. I blame low libido on why I can barely have sex once a week when that is not necessarily the case. He's very understanding and does not pressure me to have sex when he can tell I'm not into it. We got engaged and later married when I got pregnant quickly in our relationship and we have committed ourselves to each other since then. I want to be attracted to him, but it's very hard when I have struggled with it for five plus years. I have never struggled with this with bad sex. I want to desire sex with him. His personality is very gentle and completely different and from every previous relationship I've been in. I think it's partially my own trauma issue with wanting a more tough guy, but I'm not sure mm. help. This is interesting. So, Good morning, Jesse. I want to say something, uh, <clears throat> and this is totally unrelated, but 
hey Annie, good morning. Uh, I went to high school with Annie, and that's really cool. So there's comments in our, our reviews that are like, "You guys get so distracted by the Instagram. Will you knock it off?" Uh, well, that's what happens when you have ADHD uh, <laughs> and friends <laughs> and, and friends. That's right. So okay, let's jump into this question. And uh, what do you think from a female perspective? I think a couple of things from a guy perspective, and I'm leaning more towards, okay, dude, what are you not doing to help your wife out in this kind of thing? There's a couple of things that I think. Mm -hmm. And right off the bat is um, we interviewed Dr. Corey Allen in season one of our show. We talked in this episode. It's called The Science of Love. Mm -hmm. Listen to that show. Um, uh, good luck finding it. It's like 5,000 episodes ago. But um, <laughs> The Science of Love with uh, Dr. Corey Allen talks mm -hmm. about phenylethylamine, which is the love hormone that we have when we first get engaged, we first start dating. It's like the falling in love mm -hmm. drug that our body produces as a biological chemical to go bond with this person, have sex with them, have mm -hmm. a baby, pr produce well, it's, more it's, it's humans. It's all about uh, pair bonding right. and the neurobiological aspects right. of that and i don't think it's a hormone i think it's more of a chemical it's chemical like sorry not a yeah sorry not a hormone so but it is a chemical that our body creates for the procreation of our species right it is nothing to do with like oh you're my best friend i love you dearly it's like have a baby make more humans right mm -hmm. but it only lasts six to six months to two years mm -hmm. uh, that's why people have relationships that are two years long they break up because of phenylethylamine <laughs> phenylethylamine runs out mm -hmm. and then they have to change how they love their partner. So this might be a case of that, right? Mm. I'm just throwing it out there that, that I want everybody to know that. How about that? But the other thing I think is in the end of the sentence it says, or end of the thing it says, I want to be attracted to him, blah, blah, blah. He's very gentle and mm. completely different from every previous relationship mm -hmm. I've been in. Right. Here's what you need to understand about that. Our bodies are doing a ton of work that we don't even know is going on. Mm -hmm. We are not even thinking about it. We're not aware of it. But our body is going, who will make a good dad? The gentle guy. He'll make a great dad, mm -hmm. right? Who would make a good lover? That rough and tough guy. The brawny paper towel man. Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Our body has very compartmentalized ideas of what serves what function mm -hmm. that we need, mm -hmm. right? Um who will protect me most? The biggest, tallest guy in this room. Mm -hmm. Maybe my husband is four foot nine, but that big guy triggers something in me that goes, I'm safe, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So our body is doing that all the time. And mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with our actual desires, who we love, what we want mm -hmm. long term. Mm -hmm. So know that your biological makeup mm -hmm. is fighting against your logical mind. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I wasn't going the biological route whatsoever with any of this. Well, it's sex, is it not? Is that a biological thing? It is, but uh, uh, foreplay and sex and all that stuff starts in the morning, right? With the emotional connection piece. I don't think... Okay, right? we can have different opinions mm -hmm. about this, but I don't mm -hmm. think that that's what she's dealing with. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like... My husband, she said, I've always struggled being sexually attracted to him. Mm -hmm. It's not... He hmm. doesn't so do I, foreplay. Right, I would ask, okay, what brought you together... In the first place, she does talk about uh, a past trauma issue um, with wanting a more tough guy. So I would want to explore that. And, when, and here's the thing. Oh, Jesse, sorry. do you feel that social perspective has something to do with classifying men, yes. i.e. social media, movies, TV shows? Yes. yes exactly, exactly as women are objectified in right. media and you know Instagram and social media and all this stuff, so are men, but not in a kind of piece of meat objectification sort of way it's like you are a man if you don't cry if you're super strong mm -hmm. if you 
I don't know, don't show emotions mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, or if you save the day all the time. I think of like, what is day, his name? Yeah. The Rock? Du- <laughs> yes. The Rock? Dwayne? Dwayne? The Rock Johnson? Dwayne Johnson, yes. Um, like that vibe. Like, mm-hmm. it's a man. He's huge and yeah. burly and he, oh, something bad happens? He's mm-hmm. going to save the day and carry right. two people in his arms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like th- our culture teaches us what being manly means and it's... Uh, it's not helpful mm-hmm. at all. There is a book that I've heard forever but have yet to read. It's No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. You're right and I that. don't actually know. I've just heard uh, other men on the podcast I listen to and in other circles uh, talk about this. And it, 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 I believe that it is because... Uh, oh, so it's like a pendulum swing, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, at a certain time, men were like super, you know, this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then women were like hey, no, this is all toxic kind of thing. Right. And then there was a shift of like, oh, okay, I'm going to be passive and just like very like understanding and listening to. And I get this all the time, being a licensed therapist, working in literally a a 98% female-dominated mm-hmm. field, right? right? So I'm like, okay, how do I interact with those stuff? And sometimes I don't like it because I'm right. just like, come on, let's go, you know, kind right. of thing. And um. Uh, so what was I saying? Oh, so there's there's a sense of like, okay, this is what women want, just kind of meek and you know mm-hmm. passive kind of mm-hmm. thing. But is that actually what you want? No, no, absolutely no. not. And I, well, I'm, I'm not going to classify all women here, right? But I know that that's not what you want. And mm-hmm. we just talked about it yesterday. What do you find more emotionally, physically, sexually, um, even spiritually attractive? Mm-hmm. In, uh, when when I act, what kind of way? Centered. Centered and. Not like a baby man. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And when I'm like, okay, I got this. Let's do this mm-hmm. kind of thing. You always talk about me cutting down a tree or like mm-hmm. wearing red plaid or who knows. Oh, yeah. Ooh, uh, say it again. Or chopping wood or hunting deer or who knows what, right? And so that is part of you. You really like that. And mm-hmm. I, that's who I am as a person, mm-hmm. right? So for me to minimize that would, number one, be harmful to me and number two be like mm-hmm. what is this wuss doing right kind of and here's what i want to I and i'm not calling the husband a wuss or anybody no. listening a wuss no, if no, you don't no. like kill deer and chop wood but you are a wuss i'm totally kidding <laughs> i'm just joking so uh the thing that st- stands out to me based on what you're saying and all of that right. is like each relationship is different each relationship has a different set of what mm. is attractive and what is not. So I'm saying mm. that in the context of my own life, the people I've dated, mm. what I find tra- attractive about the people I dated, it was different than what I find attractive about you because mm-hmm. you're you, they were them, mm-hmm. right? So I want to kind of um, demystify this idea, I mm-hmm. guess, because people hold this stuff like, they, it's like sacred. You can't mm. talk about... Why someone is or isn't attractive? Some oh, reason because it's I'm, too because scary. Because I'm married, and if anything kind of goes off of that, so I, this just came in my mind. So okay, right here. So you have a curve right here, right? It's called hips. Just your hip curve, like yeah, it yep. goes in right here yep. and then comes out. Oh yeah, it does. And it drives me bonkers, right? <laughs> but guess what? Other women have that same exact thing, uh-huh. right? Yes. And oh yeah, okay, that's nice. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. But. You're my wife. Uh-huh. This curve is mine. Mm-hmm. That curve is not. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just like, okay, name something that I have on my body that's like, oh, okay. Muscly arms. Ooh, yeah. Right? No, seriously. I am serious. Okay, so do other dudes have muscly arms? Yes. Yes. Have you seen John Cena? <laughs> just kidding. He's so weird. He, <laughs> we watched him wrestle the other day with the kids. It was and they so were like, random. What is yeah. this? 
John I mean, Cena was wrestling some guy, and I was like, okay, you guys, just watch it this. It was so right? funny. Anyway, and yes, you hilarious. have muscly arms. Right. So, but so b- does John Cena. Other, you cannot think John okay, Cena Rock, is attractive. No, uh, I don't. Okay, good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> If I do, we're done, right? Well, the podcast is over, right? But there are other men with muscly arms yes. that you go, hmm, okay. I see, a muscly, I see a flannel shirt. But that's not yours. That's right. Right? That so, does not mean it's not attractive, but it is not right. mine. So we're, and we may be kind of getting off topic nope, here. No, we're not. Keep on okay. talking. Okay, uh, you go. Because so, I feel I will totally go off topic. No, okay. So I think it's important to, to kind of demystify and be okay with understanding things in this way because people don't... Do, they don't they don't talk this way they think oh my my husband or my wife especially in the Christian space I'm not knocking anything here but we pretend that all the other things matter like how much money you make what job you have what your home looks like uh, if you go to church on Sunday but don't do not talk about your biological needs gross don't gross, gross. and that's that was a two- not oh. okay because we're denying something mm-hmm. when you bury something pretend it's not there. Uh, ignore it. it. It doesn't go away. It becomes uh, maladaptive. It becomes unhealthy, bad. That's mm-hmm. why people look at porn and mm-hmm. lie and go to prostitutes because they are hiding. And now I'm not saying if you expose it to the light, yeah, go to go look at porn and go to prostitutes. That's not what I'm saying. If you treat something differently, you'll have a different reaction in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So back to this and why this all matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you as this person asking this question are looking at your husband and trying to say, okay, there's one sexual standard in this world. It's, I don't know, the rock. That's the only person I can think of. Um, You're really thinking about the I, I don't, I don't really find him sexually attractive, but whatever. He, uh, he's just like I the do. most messy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, who's Thor? Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Let's say Chris Hemsworth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even more. Oh, there we go. Uh, anything Viking. Let's say that. Oh, right? yeah. So you like Vikings too. Don't pretend you don't. Uh, y'all talked about attractive friends before and being okay with acknowledging their beauty slash stud factor. I think it was the first thing, the first I had ever heard a healthy, in a healthy. Makes sense way. Yes. Yay. Good. <laughs> That's what we're talking about now. That's good. So it's the same thing. So, so hold on here. If in our mind. I am, let's just make this me and you because it's easier. It's harder to make it someone else. Basically. So in my mind, if I say the most attractive, sexually attractive person in the world is going to be six foot tall. They're going to weigh 200 and something pounds. I don't know how much the person that size weighs. Um, and they're going to be able to bench press a car and they're going to be 10. Are, am I ever going to look at you and be like, Yeah. No. No, because... Well, but you will be less likely to. I will be less likely right. to because mm-hmm. I have created a very small standard, very small box that mm-hmm. Seth has to now fit in for me to say, yep, sexually attracted. Tick mm-hmm. the box. Mm-hmm. If I stop thinking, this is literally what we were talking about yesterday. If I stop searching for, if I stop using that as my example mm-hmm. of a, a sexually mm-hmm. attractive man to me, I can. Th- it's like the Where's Waldo analogy. If I stop mm-hmm. looking for Where's Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, if I stop doing that, mm-hmm. I can see my spouse with a whole different mm-hmm. set of eyes. Mm-hmm. More importantly, if I can then look at attractiveness from a multifaceted mindset, I can have a much deeper, more fulfilling, more amazing, unbelievable sexual experience mm-hmm. over and over and over again mm-hmm. with my spouse. Let me tell you what I mean here. So I realized a while ago that I 
Okay, y'all, loads of TMI right now. Uh-oh. I am... Did it make me upset? No, I get uh, physically aroused, and arousal just means excited, when I talk about things like that I really enjoy or that are really challenging for my brain. I love mm-hmm. puzzles. I love solving things. I love building things mm-hmm. and figuring out how it works. That arouses means excites. It, it stimulates you. Stimulates. Not like... Not only like, sex, like there's... Sti- stimulating, the word stimulate has kind of been bastardized, It really. ain't titillate, it's stimulate. Okay, right, like, oh, a stimulating conversation on philosophy Someone or... Someone put that in a quote and what? send it to us. <laughs> it ain't titillate, it's stimulate. <laughs> right. So, but, so, what I'm getting at is that once I realize that I become stimulated, aroused, excited, uh, whatever, when I'm talking about something new... When I'm talking about attachment theory, when I'm talking about Dan Siegel's work, all of mm-hmm. those things. When I figured that out, and then I went, wait a minute, I know who I can talk about those things with. Mm. This guy, mm. ding, 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 <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> uh, and I can turn that channel of my energy mm-hmm. that is exciting to me, and I can focus it on my spouse. Mm. That is a whole new level of intimacy mm-hmm. that does not exist mm-hmm. in jumanji too <laughs> so so what you are talking about is the emotional piece not you, you started out with the biological mm-hmm. piece but the emotional piece there's mm-hmm. no biology in talking about i mean there is just inherent in mm-hmm. like who we are but there's far more emotionality and mm-hmm. uh social the, like a mind. social concept right social construct rather and uh the emotional piece of like talking about stimulating things right mm-hmm. Yes. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So when that is fulfilled, when the emotional piece and mm-hmm. like social piece is fulfilled, then women, and the research backs this up, mm-hmm. women like to have the sex. The research going to back it up. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the research will make now you back that Now I will never hear that sentence the same. The research backs it up. That is so... <laughs> Woo! Research be like. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so... But- so, so hold on. Let me, let me finish that, that yes. thing. So... Um, uh, then you're emotionally stimulated, and then that enables kind of like uh, what is it? Um, puts water on the water slide for right. other things. I mean, biologically, obviously, right. but kind of paves the way, right? Um, men need sex to feel connected. Right. Women have to be connected to have sex. Right. Generally speaking, saying? not generally. everybody. Right. Generally speaking. Okay. Let's yes. read some questions here. Meredith, what's up, girlfriend? Um, hey, girl. Hey. Uh, you're a fellow therapist, Oops. so I always love it when other therapists uh, come on. No, well, for keep just just oh, answer geez. the okay. thing. Uh, Lexi says, really enjoying y'all's playfulness, vibing together this morning. <laughs> the whole complex idea of attractiveness is so important to talk about. Yes, yes, it is because you got a jam. You got you to vibe if you want other things to vibe. Aaron just you know said saying? you just described Ragnar Lothbrook. Oh, <laughs> go see. I love Ragnar. See. Oh, I said it I'm wrong. So Sorry, disappointed. Ragnar. Uh, uh, LK Postulus says, yes, if she keeps telling herself she's not, she's not sexually sex- attracted to him, she never will be. Yes. That's right. What's up, Delano, my man? Her body will believe what her mind tells it. Yes. Mm, you cannot good. keep telling yourself that I'm not sexually attracted to my partner. I'm not sexually attracted to my partner. And then expect that you're going to be sexually attracted this to your is partner. Good. Po- open that Hey, one. Meredith. Uh, Bill says... I think that people don't realize that it takes work to keep the sexual attraction mm-hmm. going. Over time, that excitement phase wanes, and you need to find exciting new ways to create that feeling. Doing the same thing over and over again does create boredom. Yes. I believe that sexual attraction is that excitement of not knowing what is going to happen. Am I off point? No. no, no. You're exactly on point. And let me just tell you something that I was just thinking about. So, 
in our sex series, we uh, with Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers. Um, so we did sex therapy with her and made a podcast about it. And also, we've talked about sex often. And sometimes we talk about sex as not even ha- having orgasm because right. someone posed the question. Can you have a sexual experience without having an orgasm? Mm-hmm. And from, I guess, my age of point of view, it's like, well, yeah, I don't want to really mess around unless there's an orgasm, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I was, and I'm just thinking of this right now, like in middle school and high school and stuff, there were tons of sexual experiences right. without orgasm right, right? like yeah. a makeout sesh or like first base or even second base or something you know what i'm saying you're sinful you're talking about this i can't believe you come on Just everybody kidding. messed around in high school but so that is a really uh, it, it opened my eyes right so mm-hmm. like focusing on sex especially if we you know have been with a person for a long time mm-hmm. like we have a sexual routine kind of thing it's right like, oh yeah do this then you know you orgasm boom right but sometimes there is pressure to uh, finish mm-hmm. almost, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So what it, what would it look like? And I'm just kind of like channeling Tina Shermer Sellers mm-hmm. right now. Channel, what man. What would it look like for a very um, pleasurable experience that brings uh, high levels of connection? Right. And right? that's her whole... And it doesn't have to have orgasm. Mm-hmm. I prefer it, right. <laughs> obviously, but it is kind of, yeah, changing up the routine. You're just right. like, okay, if that happens, then awesome. If it doesn't, it's still a very connecting experience. Yeah, and that's Dr. Tina's whole thing right. is connection and pleasure. It's not into, uh, it's not orgasm. It's not that. It's connection and pleasure, which mm-hmm. is not the same thing as mm-hmm. just intercourse mm-hmm. or whatever. So, so that so maybe on. even thinks about uh, being sexually attracted. So um, I'm not sexually attracted because I know what sex means. It's just he's going to have an orgasm and I'll be like, right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this person's tired of that routine. That's a great, great You understand point. what I'm yes. saying? Because there's no connection and the buildup are like oh okay yeah he um what does it say he's very understanding and does not pressure me to have sex when he can tell i'm not into it and that makes me think i had a conversation with a potential coaching person yesterday and we were talking about um i, I thought of this quote that john gottman said mm-hmm. i think it was some on maybe it was on Oh, when we have seen him before. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about sex and sexual attraction and stuff like that <laughs> and it was hilarious he's like I don't want to have sex with a person that doesn't want to have sex. Right. And right. he was talking about his wife, of course, you right. know, but it, it, the, 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 uh, the idea is like Julie with the good hair. Right. Julie with a, Julie with a good hair. Uh, uh, Jailer from the block. Uh, and the, the way that he said it was just so profound. Right. Uh, if you don't want to have sex right now, why do I want to have it with you? That's right. gross. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's and like, what's crazy is that people are so out of touch with the almost like interpersonal, the interpersonal understanding of what sex is meant to do. Mm. It is meant for connection and pleasure. Mm-hmm. A side effect of it is a baby mm-hmm. if you want one. Right. But it is literally, think about what you felt as a middle schooler. That's a great way to put it. Like when you were in I middle school. I say great things. When you were in middle school and you looked at someone that you, like what? It's funny to think of middle school, like who you have a crush on, like the weirdest looking kid ever. And you go, oh, it's so hot. But uh, there was a meme about that the other day that was mm-hmm. so funny. Anyway, uh, so think about what you felt when you looked at the person that you had a crush on. Mm-hmm. You All you wanted to do Connection and pleasure. I want to touch that person, kiss them. That would be amazing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but then probably it, that was more focused on pleasure, <laughs> right? But but mm-hmm. think about this: as we become 
in real relationships, not pretend ones, where mm-hmm. the person actually cares about us and knows we like them. Mm-hmm. And then we get married and we've had children together and we start a family and we're like deeply invested in, into each other's lives. And somehow we think it's okay to be like, well, he's not in the mood, but I mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we? Disgusting slugs? Like, we're not. Don't be, <laughs> don't be that way. But oh I want to get to, don't get sidetracked. I want to get to <laughs> this idea that says his personality is very, quote, gentle. Mm-hmm. That does not sound like a compliment coming in this question. It does not sound like something you like because it says, and completely different from every previous relationship mm-hmm. I've been in. Now, there's a couple things I want to say about that. Is there something about you as a wife that makes him feel like gentleness matters? Are you accidentally, and I'm not trying to blame you here, Mm -hmm. are you accidentally projecting that gentleness is so important that he feels like he can't be not gentle? Uh, That's a thing. It's a question to think about. not saying it's true or not. But also, I want you to talk about all sorts of things with your husband. I want you to do conversation starters. I want you to come up with your own conversation starters that will help you walk out of what you think you know about your husband because you might be wrong. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. Uh, If I think that I know you and I don't ask you what your thoughts are, then I will assume, nah, he probably doesn't like classical music. He likes only metal. Death Mm -hmm. metal is Seth's jam. But you know what is also Seth's jam? Classical music. You love, in our work shed, we call it tiny. It's the little shed. Mm -hmm. In tiny, there is a radio on to the classical station that he put in there. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. He did it. If I didn't take time to learn this about Seth, mm. I would never know it about Seth. And we don't realize that we often pigeonhole our partner. Mm-hmm. Pigeonhole? Mm-hmm. Hold? Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep them in a box and don't allow them to come out of it. We don't encourage or invite them to, to surprise us. Mm-hmm. So I invite you, ask her of this question, to surprise yourself by asking your partner things that might reveal a more assertive man side mm-hmm. that won't feel fake. Mm-hmm. And someone in uh, Brene wrote, Brene <laughs> wrote, a humble man being who he really is, is attractive. Mm-hmm. A man acting tougher than he truly is, is fake attraction. Mm-hmm. Women may be attracted for a time, but the fake shows through and isn't safe. That's right. That's really <laughs> good. And that goes, and somebody says, uh, so true. And somebody else says, yes, I feel like I can't be myself and be assertive without without backlash. backlash. So that is one of the most enraging and frustrating things that a man can feel, right? Because we have this inside us biologically and emotionally, but when the women that we're with, or the woman that I'm with, rather, um, uh, kind of pushes back against that because of maybe your own insecurities or something like that. Uh And you have to have a real balance, right? There's all kinds of talk about toxic masculinity and people say, oh, it's just made up by feminists and all this stuff. But I, I, I don't really subscribe to that. It's like, okay, yes, there is super idiot douchebags out there. Right. And, um, the, the, the other pendulum side to that is like, oh, masculinity is bad. No, it's not. Are you, what are you insane it is it's like i am created male right with very male inherent qualities and you have not those qualities and you are very different right Mm -hmm. it's like a cedar tree and an oak tree Mm -hmm. biologically dna wise genetically they are different right right Mm -hmm. and that's just that's what it is Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying so um uh, it it has been and and tell me um some instances when this has happened. Like when I try to do stuff, are, are you, and this is funny because this is a family of origin issue. 
is like when I do something dangerous with, with the kids mm-hmm. at a family thing, what do all the women say? Well, everyone except for me. Right. Don't do that. Stop. You're going to get hurt. Seth, mm-hmm. don't do that. Oh, my, oh, 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 everyone coddles right. Ooh, right, like right. something bad's going to happen. So that is um, me like w- not wanting danger or being flippant, no. but just like showing healthy male aggression with my own boys right. kind of thing. And, and it's le- like they respond to that, right? right? Let me I, s- I've written a whole paper uh, uh, mental health wise about how um, boys, because uh, I do tons of boys mental health groups, it, outdoor experiential stuff, boys respond in the woods, right? right? There's just something inherent. And especially with uh, uh, native boys that we do stuff with, it's like, yo, we are going to respond. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the woods, just being peace out. I'm going to the woods right. when I was 12. I built a freaking log cabin when I was 12 in the woods, right? So all this stuff. Because you're studly. That's right. But uh, it is really frustrating when you, right. I get that pushback. I'm like, it, it would be like, hey, stop like trying to like have, stop being like so curvy. No curves today. Stop thanks. like thinking about babies. You right. know, I know your ovaries are blowing up, but you know, ugh, right. don't be that feminine. That's gross. Right. And I think it's important to understand it at some level too with women. So don't read the comments. Just for, stay with me for a moment. Mm-hmm. Someone posted this. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, we were talking about hormones. Mm-hmm. And, and and how literally every day of a woman's like 30-day cycle or whatever, you know, 27, 23, whatever day's cycle you have, you are different. Mm. So there are hormones that change and are added and taken away at different times of every single month. Right. So what's crazy is, and, and you know this, we've been married long enough for you to know after I started tracking my cycle mm-hmm. that in my cycle, there are days when I really desire sex. And there are days when I'm like, go away ding dong like i don't even care dong right <laughs> dong ding so there are days when i'm like i don't i don't even want mm-hmm. sex at all and there are mm-hmm. other days that literally only based on my biology where i'm like bring it on mm-hmm. and uh it's important to know that because there are days when i do not care about your masculinity whatsoever mm. and there are other days when i'm like yes ragnarok you don't care whatever. about masculinity i don't i don't i don't get that I'm sure I'm not saying that you don't. Women who are listening get it. So, um, because I can't ever think of a day who's like, uh, yeah, I don't like your parts because you, (laughs) (laughs) because you aren't a lady and you don't have like, think of it like the moon. I mean, it really is like a moon phase. It's a phase. Right. There are days when the moon is full. There are Mm. days when it's a tiny sliver on this side. There are days when it's like three quarters on Mm -hmm. that side. No, I understand the analogy, but but it literally is how I, it's how Mm -hmm. my brain works with you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, some days when you do when you chop a tree down, I'm like, yes, who wants a kid tonight? Yeah. And then other days you chop a tree down, I'm like, look at the mess I've got to rake, mm-hmm. right? And it's just that women aren't the same all the time. And so this does not give ladies a free pass to just nag and be a B word whenever they want. Right. This gives ladies insight and wisdom to know I might not be attracted to this thing right now, mm-hmm. but y'all give me four days and I'll be all over it, Okay. Know that about yourself, ladies. If you don't track your cycle, start. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really, really important. Okay, let's read some of these things. Okay, so Jesse says, uh, talking about, uh, I can't be myself and be assertive without backlash, Mm -hmm. making decisions for vacations, decisions to play certain sports. So on things like that, you have to be on the same page, right? Like Mm -hmm. I did jujitsu. When was it? Jujitsu? Jujitsu two years ago or so. We lived in the apartment. Mm -hmm. And you were completely fine with it, you know, mm-hmm. other than like, oh, this is expensive, but we can budget for it right. kind of thing and the time away. Mm-hmm. But it was literally right next door from where we lived. Did you care about that? What did you What did you even think about I that? liked it. I right? thought it was good. But I didn't go, listen, I got to do me and I'm going to do jujitsu. Right. Right. And, right. But here's the funny thing. 
everybody in my family was like, Seth is doing what? He, he does what? He has a gi. Oh, what is he doing? It was like, he's doing jujitsu. Get over <laughs> right, it. Right, right. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's very interesting. Bill says, do you think that women grow up with... Uh, hold on. Open, open, open. Boom, baby. Okay. Do you think that women grow up with this thought that men need to be aloof and manly, i.e. not in touch with their emotions, non-communicative and unempathetic, and, and that finding out that their man is complex with many levels of depth could cause lack of attraction? I think so. Yes, they do. And, and that's one of the things that Dr. Tina talked about is that women always say, I want my partner to be more emotionally attuned with me. Mm. I want my partner to talk to me more. I want mm. my whatever. And then they do. They and do. And guess what the wife does? Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. Ah! So if you guys joined us on Monday, I think, is when I was kind of still feeling pissed, I thought that I was doing the right thing, right? I, from an Enneagram 9 perspective, I'm like, okay, white knuckle it, hold it in, don't share emotions, I can take care of it myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to really fight that and mm-hmm. resist that urge to just go in and be like, okay, I'll right. do it myself, right? Mm-hmm. Because that harbors resentment and not full connection, right? So in that, and Melanie's asked me for this a hundred times, well, what are you thinking? Be more emotional. Uh, all this all this bull crap. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I, th- I was thinking I was doing the right thing. Hey, I'm going to share my feelings right. right now. But then she didn't understand and pushed back. And mm-hmm. I was just like, F this, mm-hmm. right? Well, I wasn't super wasn't that like mad, that, but, but I was just like right. really kind of miffed, right? So yeah, women do ask for that. And sometimes men do too, mm-hmm. right? And that has bitten people in the butt as mm-hmm. well. And so it's be, be clear, like understand what you want and then recognize mm-hmm. when your partner is actually trying to give you what you've asked for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. when I remember where I was sitting, you know, we, you know, we t- talked about, it, I was like, oh, I'm kind of frazzled right now, you know? And I should have said, hey, I'm, I'm kind of frazzled right now. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about this a lot. And I know that you wanted me to be more emotional so literally this is my thing Mm -hmm. you would have absolutely responded oh my goodness thank you so much sweetie and we probably would have gone to the bedroom (laughs) yeah and that's what's hard is that there is a there is an uh, element Mm -hmm. of if i'd have known that it was sort of like coming from a deeper place in you Mm. i would have obviously like Ah. in one second aligned with that and would have found it really attractive mm -hmm. yeah exactly so women think that if you're asking that from your man it is coming from a very deep place mm-hmm. right and uh men too don't treat your woman like like you would another dude right mm-hmm. because then you're just gonna have another dude and that's not what you want <laughs> unless you're into that uh i feel so as well when they are communicative communicative they shut down yeah that's a good a good discussion mm-hmm. there. So we're almost at 40 minutes. Um, I, I feel do, like we're missing something. Did we wrap something up? We didn't up? do conversation starts, but I do want to say in answering this question, one of the things I think that will be the best thing for this particular question mm-hmm. of, I don't feel like I'm not sexually attracted to my husband. I don't know what to do. I never have him, blah, blah, blah. I want you to focus on, so where, uh, what you focus on expands, where mm-hmm. energy go, or where focus goes, energy flows. Mm-hmm. So if I say every single day, I'm not sexually attracted to my husband, you're only going to get more of what you say. Mm-hmm. So I want you to start saying to yourself, I like literally do gratitudes in your mind about your husband all the time, about all the aspects of who he is, um, and do them with intention, do them fully, do not do this halfway. Don't mm-hmm. pretend yourself. I mean, don't do it wrong. If you do it wrong, you're going to end up worse on the other side. But what I want you to do 
is say to yourself or write it down, journal out what you love about your husband every single day. And mm -hmm. then go deeper every single time, every mm -hmm. day that you do it. Challenge yourself, do it for a week, mm -hmm. do it for two weeks, whatever. And be like, I love the fact that my husband, I don't know, mowed the grass. I love the fact that my husband uh, kisses our baby goodnight mm -hmm. and sings to her. I mm -hmm. love the fact that our, my husband um, installed the hot tub. I love mm -hmm. the fact that my husband like fixed the pipes on the hot tub. That mm -hmm. was sexy. You didn't know that because you were so angry. When you <laughs> fix the hot tub, I was like, dang. Really? When he's a hot tub, I, uh. <laughs> right? He's out there buying tubes and connectors. Oh, oh. my goodness. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not done. So, quit. So, mm -hmm. the other thing, too, is get convert, get the app. Go to anatomymarriage.com. Get the app. You can get it in, I, you know, whatever, the App Store, Google Play. And start doing the conversation starters with your partner. This is going to give you an insight mm -hmm. that normal conversations will not ever give you. And you will find out things about your partner. But then start to make your own mm -hmm. and be like, when do you feel the most manly? And then your partner might tell you about a story when he like shot two deer and hoisted them over his shoulders and you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And it will change what you think about your partner because mm -hmm. you don't know them all the way. You have not been together that long. That's right. And before we jump into the conversation starters, I want to talk about uh, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. And it is an online counseling service, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about this. Uh, sometimes, even, even as a, a licensed marriage and family therapist, I feel some stigma around therapy, mm -hmm. right? And if I feel that and it is my career and yeah. profession and has been for the last 13 years, I know other non-therapists feel that, yeah. right? So with getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, you don't have to go to an office. You don't have to you know, do all this research about where do I go? Who's going to see me? Especially right. if you live in a small town and all this stuff, you don't even have to tell anybody, right? If you're doing couples counseling and you're married, then I honestly would prefer that you talk to your spouse about getting therapy mm -hmm. if you need individual help. And uh, you can you can do that totally anonymously. Totally nobody knows mm -hmm. that you're going to go to therapy because it's all online. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor. It doesn't matter if you live in Timbuktu or New Zealand or Nevada, anywhere. It Nevada doesn't matter. Nevada Kedavra. Oh my gosh. Nevada <laughs> Kedavra. Oh my gosh. That so, has to be a joke somewhere. Right. So if anything on any of our shows has maybe spark something like, oh, you're right, that attachment stuff they were talking about right. or that family of origin. Oh my gosh, what is my style? What is my communication mm -hmm. style? I want you to go talk to a therapist about it at getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage mm -hmm. because when you do uncomfortable stuff, do you grow or just sit there and die? You grow. You grow, right? We grow in the <laughs> discomfort. So taking that first leap, taking that first step into self-improvement, into mm -hmm. growth mindset can be expedited, and I'm, I'm not saying like, yeah, hurry up and peel, but, but it can be expedited and explored with the help of a professional counselor. So I want you to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to hook up with a counselor. Yes. Let me know how it goes. You guys are doing it, and I love you for it. So thank right. you. Aaron, what's up? Uh, she's, Aaron says, dig into your why. It will force you to list the positive aspects and put your mind in a state of gratitude. I feel it'll help develop a deeper sense of appreciation for him and allow yourself to yes. soften and love harder. Yeah, I love that. That's very poetic. They're very good. Ro Kayla says, healthy people should be growing and changing through the duration of their life. It yes. is important to ask questions and continually get to know them because they are always new things to learn. That right. Is so good. Uh, um, Tony Robbins talks about, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. Right. And if your car isn't moving forward, 
You stuck. Either you're going backwards, your car doesn't work, or you're just sitting there, right? right? And I don't, if I'm in a car, it's not to sit there. Right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So if you're not growing, you're dying. So always be changing, always be evolving, always move and strive to push against that resistance and uh, to step forward into a growth mindset. So right. one conversation starter, let's do this. Right. Listen. I wanted to do this conversation came to my head. Uh, list three of your favorite toys when you were a kid. Oh. I The reason I thought of this was this morning. Uh, who knows? The song from the Skip It came into my head. Mm. Skip it. Skip mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Something and a something and a bop mm-hmm. shabop. And I loved right. a Skip It. A skip I had it. a pink one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, y'all, this is my jam. I would mm-hmm. skip it in the garage all day long. And it mm. was the best. The first thing that came to my mind was this really cool bike. You know those like bikes with the long, the long seats. Oh yeah, like were, a banana you know, seat. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So I had a bike like that. I had oh, I had some uh, toy tractor trailers, like the kind of big ones, like eighteen uh-huh. wheeler, like a big ones. They were I think Nylit, uh-huh. N-Y-L-I-T. And then this also came to my mind when I was a teenager. Speaking of building the log cabin when I was yeah. a, a kid. I went and bought at a hardware store with my own money an S-Wing hatchet, and it was the best thing ever. Did and, your brother lose it? And, and Yes, he did, but <laughs> I am not bitter about that. <laughs> what not year bitter. was it? I'll buy you a new oh, one. Oh, my goodness. I, if I had that thing, I, you know what? You'd probably go find it. Oh, my gosh. That would it's be probably in the such, backyard of your old that'd property. That would be such a, a, a treasure. Hold on. Let's, okay. uh, let's keep on with this. But I think mm-hmm. one of my favorite toys when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of uh, like engineering stuff with my brother. Mm-hmm. So we played Legos all the time, but I loved, it was like this, uh, it was like an erector set with like an Kinex. engine in it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it was connects actually. Mm-hmm. And it had like motors in it mm-hmm. and you can make like boats and whatever. And I mm-hmm. loved doing that. But honestly, one of my favorite things was our garage. Mm. Any, I was just like tough when I was a kid. I would yeah. make. I remember I made like a mace, mm-hmm. like like I had a. I took a pole and it had a mm-hmm. chain on it. Who knows why a pole has a chain on it? And I took a pronged or a mace, uh, pronged um, staples, like mm-hmm. the big fat mm-hmm. staples, and I bent them with pliers until I made a ball of bent ah. staples at the end of this That's chain. Awesome. And my mom let me stick it on my bedpost, like That's like cool. I was a knight because I was totally. I'm just thinking about a, the weapon of a mace. Isn't that oh, it's just so, so terrible? I think of gruesome. Uh, what is that movie? Braveheart, where he wakes up and he goes uh, yeah. <laughs> right on his face. That's and it's awesome. like uh, it's so gross. So uh, Bill says, if you're in a car, it's because you have an emotion that mm. you want to share and mail. With uh, Mel. With Mel and, and take, take off. off. Room. I love That's it. Good. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> that is a really good analogy. What's up, Jenny? Good morning All to right. you. We love okay. you guys. Mm-hmm. Seriously, get the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's the it is it's us. It is us. Get it. It's great. Mm-hmm. And ask these questions to each other. Talk about conversation starters. It'll make your marriage better. And thank you so much for joining That's us right. on this lovely, lovely And if lovely you do morning. want free merch, go back, listen to the podcast, email <laughs> us quotes. You ain't getting free merch. Yes, you are. If you send 40 quotes... Which should be easy. Send 50. Nope. Um, But look, hold on really fast. Tomorrow, we're going to open up this surprise date box that we got sent by Crated with Love. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow's show, we're going to open this date box. We have no idea what's inside of it. Mm -hmm. We're super excited. And we're just taking Ask Us Anything questions. So send in anything you want to ask us. Could be about Doug. Could be about my beautiful hair. Doesn't matter. Uh, My earring collection. So so join us tomorrow. AUM merch. 7.30 a.m. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.